The Angel Feast the Magic Hour. The Angel Feast the Magic Hour. Welcome to the Angel Diaries. This is a new project that I'm creating as kind of like a little subsect of our usual podcast, Angel Face Magic Hour. We're still going to be doing Angel Face Magic Hour. It's not going anywhere, but I felt a little trapped. I felt a little bit stuck, so I wanted to create a project that feels a little bit more casual, a little bit more me, and be able to share all the details of all my healing stuff that I do day to day, everything I do for myself, and what I'm working on in terms of my personal healing journey. And I'm excited. Angel Face Magic Hour has been really amazing for me and I and I'm so grateful for creating this podcast and I'm excited to continue doing this podcast. If you haven't noticed it's been a couple of weeks, almost a month since I put it put out a recent episode. And I've just been thinking about like how I want to show up, how I want to share and what is the most one exciting for me too sustainable for me in order to be consistent in order to show up and I think what I would like to see is weekly little episodes talking about my work and my healing work and everything I got going on in terms of spirituality mediumship energetic healing as well as physical and mental and emotional balance but I also want to show up, do the interviews, have these amazing conversations, but I felt like it was a little bit stressful (laughs) for me to get everything done in a timely manner. I have a lot going on. If you didn't know, I have like 10 jobs. (laughs) I do facials in person, energy healing in person. I'm also seeing clients online. I teach classes. I do this. I do YouTube. I do... I do... 3,000 million TikTok videos, and I just wanted to show up in, yeah, a way that is sustainable for me, a way that is exciting for me, as I mentioned, because once things stop being exciting, I don't want to do them anymore. I don't know if that is a healthy mindset to have or if that is um, kind of like I'm just waiting for things that bring me joy instead of persevering and pushing through but I want my creative endeavors to be just that creative things that bring me that excitement and like joy of being alive being able to share all these little moments and be able to share conversations thoughts feelings emotions that people can relate with that you might find helpful that you might find insightful but also that you might find it fun to listen to and get some inspiration. So this is episode one of the Angel Diaries. I am Grace Lannon. I'm a psychic medium, an energy healer, an artist, and I want, I want so badly to be a podcast host. I want that to be a main gig for me, but I feel like I've been running away from it in fear of like not 
being successful. I know people are listening and all that, but it's not like millions and millions of downloads or anything. But I'd love to get there because I'd love to be able to share my messages, my stories, my insight with more people. So this is a way for me to continue to show up. And I'm really looking forward to sharing space with you, sharing time with you, and sharing what I'm all about, which is mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual balance. Healing is not so much a destination. I'm sure you've heard this, but it's a journey. It's all the things that you take every day, all the moments you take every day to get to the place that you want to be. A couple of months ago, I got a reading with Dana Whitby, who has been on the podcast. Highly recommend those two episodes I did with her. But um, one card that came up that felt really significant to me was the sand card. This is from her oracle deck called the Inner Compass. I recently got my hands on the card, so that's very exciting. But the sand card basically was a reminder for me that each little grain of sand, each little moment piles and piles and piles on top of each other for you to get the end results. You're not going to just change overnight. You're not going to just get your desires and what you want overnight. And if you did, you probably wouldn't want it. (laughs) It might be overwhelming. It might be too much. And I think so much of what I've been doing the last couple years, um, for the podcast and for my spiritual work is like, yeah, building that stamina and sustainability in order for me to continue to show up on a regular basis in a way that is healthy for me and not in any way is like overcompensating, but also is not pushing myself too hard where I'm not actually taking care of myself. I'm just thinking and talking about taking care of myself. So I just wanted to create this little place for me to share about what I'm doing to take care of myself and what I'm learning through that. And then the main episodes are going to be more focused on our spiritual conversations, our interviews with other amazing healers and writers and artists and psychics and all the things, as well as the more educational episodes talking about main topics like what is mediumship. I definitely did a few of those kind of episodes when I first started the podcast that I want to kind of redo now that I one, have more information, but two, I think I'm getting better at recording and at sharing. I also have a brand new setup that I'm really excited to utilize. I bought a microphone. I haven't even used it, and I bought it for my birthday, which was in June, but I'm recording this right now in the car because I don't want to hold back anymore. I don't want to wait till I set up. I don't want to wait till there's no construction. There's a fuck ton of construction in my house, you guys. So that's a big deterrent for me to 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 record. But I don't want to just hold back because I want everything to be perfect. I'm just going to show up. And that's what Angel Diaries is all about. It's really just a place for me to show up weekly and to share how I'm feeling. And hopefully you can relate. I wanted to take this first episode to talk about some work that I've been doing on myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and of course that connects spiritually. 
and I wanted to talk to you about my journey doing the 75 hard challenge. This is a like online challenge. I'm sure you've heard about it. It's had its moments of popularity in the last couple of years. I feel like there's been a few times where it was really trendy. And I think with just like the TikTok algorithm and everything, I was getting fed all this content of 75 hearts, 75 hearts. So last um, year, I started doing these online challenges for myself. Uh, if you follow me on TikTok, I'm sure you see me talk about them. One was called the Passion Challenge. I did the Bad Bitch Challenge. Just all of these things where I wrote a list of things I wanted to accomplish every day and I charted them because it allowed me to see my progress. And then when I like create a challenge, I want to rise to it. If I create a to-do list of, oh, these are all the things I want to get done today, that feels like I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> Even though I am my own authority, it's easy to be like, oh, I don't have to listen to myself. But when I create this challenge, it's almost like something outside of me is showing me, you better show up, you better do this, you better do that. And in a loving um in a loving way and not in a way that is you're a piece of fucking shit if you don't do this thing which is my what my mind tells me you're fucking lazy you're a piece of shit you're you're a perfectionist you're trying too hard nobody cares like those are all the bullshit thoughts that run through my head i'm sure you have a handful of them too but um the challenge voice is you're an incredible human being. You can do anything you put your mind to. That's the voice that I'm about to listen to. So I started doing this um, infamous 75 hard challenge. I got, I, this is my third time doing it, you guys. I got to 68 days. That was the longest I've ever done. And now I'm starting over. I got to 68 days right before... Um, my vacation that I took a couple of weeks ago, I went to the East Coast to visit my grandparents and my extended family. And I got to see some of my friends from high school. I got to meet Suzanne, who's been on the podcast and has been like one of my close friends for years, but just online. And we finally got to meet. We got to go to Salem, Massachusetts together. I want to do a whole podcast about the reading that my mom and my aunt and I got while we were on vacation because it was very interesting. But it was a really beautiful trip. But I knew myself. I said, if I'm going to go and I have, you know, only a handful of days left of this challenge, but I'm on vacation, one, I'm going to be stressed about getting all the things done that I had to do. I would feel like I couldn't do this or couldn't do that. And that was going to really put like a damper on my ability to have fun and to be joyous and to just like go with the flow. And I had an amazing trip. It was no, I didn't get in a single fight with my mom, which is very, um, I'm very proud of because, you know, it's easy to get into a fight with your family real easy. But my mom and I had a great trip together and it was just like super healing and really helpful and, um, beautiful. But I knew myself, I said, I'm not going to fucking want to do two workouts a day. And part of the challenge is to not drink. I don't really drink alcohol, but on vacation, I wanted to have a cocktail. So part of it was I wanted to enjoy a cocktail. But the main thing was that I really didn't want to like 
yeah, be thinking the whole time of how am I going to get all this stuff done rather than just enjoying the experiences that were before me and being able to connect with people that I love that I haven't seen in a long time. And I feel like um, I learned so much through that rather than me forcing myself to do the challenge. So when I got back from my trip, I decided I'm going to start again all the way over again because part of this challenge is if you miss a day or a few things on your list, you are supposed to start all the way over again. I tend to just bend the rules a little bit, but I knew myself. I said, I I want to show up for myself and this is just a symbol of how I can show up for myself and be disciplined and realize that discipline is not a negative thing. Um, this has been something I've been working on the last couple of years. I've probably talked about it on the podcast before, but discipline and consistency are some of my biggest like wounds that I'm trying to heal and show myself like it is a positive thing to show up and be consistent. It is a positive thing to be disciplined, to do stuff even if you don't feel like doing it and to see the results of that. So it's more for me about the mind, challenging my mind. But the 75 hard challenge, if you're not familiar with it, I'll briefly just explain it. And if you guys follow me on TikTokie, you can watch my fun little vlogs that I've been doing, just sharing about daily like experiences of what I'm doing. But the 75 hard is a mental physical challenge that was created by this guy named Andy Frizzella. He's um, like an online coach kind of person, but it's called, yeah, the 75 hard. So for 75 days consistently, you have to follow a list of uh, several things that you need to do every day. Part of that is the physical aspect. So there's two things you need to every do every day, two workouts, workouts of your choice, 45 minutes each. One can be outside, one has to be one has to be outside, one can be inside. For me, what I'm doing is I go on a walk every single day. Today was literally 400 days in a row, which I'm very very proud. 400 days in a row that I've gone on a walk. I go for 45 minutes to an hour and I've been keeping that up as my like outside workout. And then I also do my inside workout which changes every day. Sometimes I will do yoga or like some kind of flow stretching. I am also doing dance workouts. I'm on the Body Love app, which was created by Kayla Brenda. Highly recommend any of her classes. And there's all sorts of different workouts and stretches and little videos and stuff on there. And I'm a big fan as well as the good old YouTube workout. I love a dance workout. Like sometimes it will be these these classes that I do online, but other times I just put on music for 45 minutes and I dance and I stretch and I laugh and I shake and I clean and I like just get really sweaty and vigorous. Um... And that's like my workout. I want to start doing Pilates. I've been talking about this for literally years. Um, so we'll see if I can get the motivation to start doing that. But for right now, my workouts are like at my house and I just do them for myself. And I 
sweat a fuck ton and just like release and for me a lot of the physical movement is about releasing old energy whether that is old from today or old from 500 years ago like I'm we all hold these energies within us so being able to sweat being able to move being able to cry being able to laugh throw up shit yourself whatever you need to fucking release for me right now I'm focusing on the sweating and the spiritual aspect of movement. And so that's the first two things you got to do. The second thing you need to do is to drink a gallon of water every day. A gallon of water can be excessive, especially if you've never drank in water before in your life, or you drink a minimal amount of water, or whatever, you're drinking a lot of soda, like a gallon is a lot to take in. So I don't really feel like it's that healthy to drink a gallon of water if you've never drank a lot of water before. So I think if people are doing it at home, like building up to that gallon. But the most important thing is your mineral content. If you're drinking a lot of water, you really need to get a lot of minerals in. Whether you add minerals to your water, that's what I do. I will use Celtic sea salt and add a couple little pinches in there. Or I consume trace minerals which I literally preach about trace minerals all the goddamn time. But trace minerals, it's like potassium, sodium, magnesium, other stuff. But it's just minerals that are going to help you absorb your water. And a lot of filtered water, it's stripped of the minerals because we want to take out that stuff that we don't want out of the water. But because of that, it takes out stuff that we do want slash need in order to hydrate ourselves. So electrolytes, huge fan. It's hard to find electrolytes that don't have a lot of sugar in them. I recommend the brand Element, L-M-N-T. It's my favorite. It tastes so good. It's kind of expensive. Um, So if that's like a deterrent for you, just buy Celtic sea salt and just use that. It's going to be similar kind of thing. But um, if you work out a lot or you're doing a lot of energetic healing, like you're losing electrolytes like crazy. So I encourage you to find something that works for you. Coconut water is also like a good natural electrolyte. Again, depend on your health. If you are trying to limit your sugars, if you have like diabetes or something, maybe not drinking coconut water all the time. But there's going to be there's going to be an option for you. So if you're drinking a gallon of water, please make sure that you're getting enough minerals. You can also replenish magnesium um, through like a bath. I'm a huge fan of Epsom salts. Right now I am using Epsolution, which I'm so excited to talk about on the podcast more. But Epsolution is a um, Epsom salt magnesium soak that was created by Nikki Giacara and her husband Nick who has been on the podcast and she has an episode coming out um, pretty soon and we talk about all about the Epsom salts and, and magnesium and stuff but I've been using that and that really helps me like replenish my nutrients but it could also be you know there's magnesiums in a lot of different things so looking up different fruits different vegetables different things that contain it but the main issue at least in america one of the main issues is that we don't have very good soil content so even if we have these organic 
fruits and vegetables, like they might not have as much mineral content as they should because of the way that they are grown. So that's why it's important to look for like locally sourced and farmed and like get to know people and see how are my things being grown and how much and if I can't get enough minerals from my soil, how can I replenish them? So using, yeah, the additives to your water. So those are those are more of the physical aspects. Part of it also is documenting your progress. So a lot of people do this for weight loss. I'm not doing this to lose weight. I don't really care about my body weight um, in terms of an aesthetic, but I do want to feel good inside my body. Um, so I'm not really taking like a picture every day, a before and after kind of thing. Like for me, that feels a little cringe. And also, I don't know for myself, like I've had a lot of history with like disordered eating and just hating my body and like, you know, not being happy that I was fat or plus size, like my whole life, like I felt very shamed of my body for so long. So now that I've created a better relationship with my body, I don't really want to put myself into this mindset of like progress in terms of how my body looks. But to me, what I'm doing is I'm just making a little TikTok videos every day and that documents my progress for me. But a lot of people traditionally will take pictures every single day to document their physical progress. And I think that can be really helpful for certain people. But for me, that's just a little bit too the mindset of the before and after you were fat and disgusting and now you're pretty and ugly and now you're pretty and not ugly anymore like <coughs> get <coughs> coughing get that out of my mind I don't want to think about it like that so I'm doing this challenge again more so to show myself that I can rather than the traditional idea of like a workout challenge so you're supposed to take little video or you're supposed to take little pictures but I'm doing my little videos and then the other aspect of it is more the mindset so you're supposed to read 10 pages of like a self-help kind of book every single day and you're not supposed to listen to audiobooks I'm bending the rules a little bit because some days I listen to audiobooks and I'll listen to them for you know longer than what 10 pages would have taken me to read but I feel like sometimes I'm not in the mindset to be able to sit down and read and I rather just like listen to an audiobook which I don't know if that is like breaking the rules of the challenge um I know it's breaking the rules of the challenge but I don't feel like for me that is like stepping so far away off the challenge that it's not even to me audiobooks count as reading I know a lot of people don't think that but that's the easiest way for me to read and consume and to learn things because I learn a lot better by listening than by reading physically with my eyes so I'm doing a little bit of half and half but right now I'm reading a couple different books one is called every other weekend it's like a cute little like a uh, young adult romance kind of book about these two 
sets of families who are divorced and they have to, you know, switch off weekends with the kids. And then there's like all these little romantic experiences that happen with the kids and finding love and falling in love and stuff like that. So I've been really enjoying that. And and then I'm also reading like more of a personal development kind of book. And the one I'm reading is called Wishes Wishes Fulfilled by Wayne Dyer, I think. It's like a classic. It's a a book that I've had on my shelf for a long time. And it's one of those books people always tell you to read when you're getting interested in like manifestation and healing work and stuff. So I decided to finally read it. Um, Part of the reason I haven't read it is because of my own misandry. I think that's the word or misogyny. I forget my hatred of men that I'm trying to work on letting go of. I don't hate men, but I feel like and shout out to like the five guys that listen to this podcast. I love you. Um, And I do. Yeah, I don't hate men. I, I say that in a joking way, but it is hard sometimes for me to listen to a man tell me stuff in terms of healing work or spirituality or my body or physical work. Like when I go to a doctor, I want the female doctor. When I go to a massage therapist, I want a female massage therapist. When I go to read a spiritual text, I want to read a woman's writing. And I feel like part of that is yeah, just healing work that I'm doing with, you know, the father complex, with men in society, with American society, with experiences of my own in the past and experiences that so many women I know have had with um, men, both as teachers and as partners romantically um so it's hard for me but that's something I'm really working on is just like not assuming just because a man wrote this book that it isn't going to be valuable to me so I'm really working on kind of um letting more men into my life and it's also calling in more men as clients to show me that it's not only women that need healing or that are seeking healing and you know most most classes I've ever taken um, or taught, but um, ever taken around esoteric subjects or mystical things or whatever, there's like one guy. So I think part of it is letting men know that it's a, it's okay for them to want to do this work too. And also in terms of my, my uh, physical work, like doing facials on people, I hardly ever get men. I had a guy the other day and that was like very rare. Um, so it's just like letting them know, yeah, it's okay to take care of yourself or want to take care of yourself. And it's not a feminine trait to want to explore mystical things. Femininity does not own equal intuitive, but I do think it is easier sometimes for women in, um, I think it's more a conditioning thing, but for women to connect with these esoteric things because it's like natural for them, whereas I feel like men, it is natural for them, but they don't know that it's okay. So I think that is just like a retraining in the mind of like, you are intuitive too, and the more that I can allow men to come into my spaces, like 
and have more clients that are male, I think that will help me with healing as well in terms of like trusting and knowing that not every man has negative intentions. That's something that I'm really like worked that I've worked hard to move through and I wouldn't say I'm 100% there yet but part of it is reading this book and even doing this challenge that was created by a man wow crazy um and I feel like so much of it is yeah the societal conditioning especially in America of like men are this way women are this way and the truth is that we are every way that we can and want to be and there's no gender that holds more um, psychicness or intuitiveness if anything it's going to be the non-binary people that hold the most because they have that connection to both feminine and masculine scales of energy and we all do everyone does everyone has both the masculine and the feminine and however you identify with your gender doesn't necessarily mean that you have to um, connect with only one spectrum of that energy. And anyway, so part of the challenge is reading each day. So I've been doing that. And the other aspect is, I'm forgetting something. So we do the two workouts, we do the water. Oh yeah, so you're supposed to follow some kind of diet. So for me, my diet that I'm following is eating three sing- three meals a day because for me so long, for me for so long, food has been like an issue, whether that is emotionally or physically. I've had a lot of health issues. I've had a lot of stomach problems. I've had a lot of digestion stuff. I've had this and that year after year where I'm trying to figure out like what's going to make me feel okay and um and also just like disordered eating patterns and all sorts of stuff that I feel like comes again from society and from my relationship with my body and who I wanted to be versus who I actually was and learning that it's okay to be who I actually am and not fake fake anything. You know, I'm authentically me 1000% of the time. That is who I'm working towards. And I would say I'm I'm very close to being there. <laughs> but um, so part of the diet for me is eating three meals a day. But it could be something like, oh, like you're a vegetarian for the month or the 75 days or whatever. So just following some kind of like eating thing and you're not supposed to be having alcohol, um, which isn't a big problem for me because I drink like two or three times a year. So that's not hard. But for a lot of people, that's kind of the hardest part of the challenge just not having alcohol. So um, those are what I'm those are. <coughs> I feel like so much moving out of my throat as I'm speaking. So excuse my coughing. But yeah, those are the rules that I'm following. I'm going to be doing this for the next couple weeks. Once I'm finished, I'll come back and update you guys. But this has been the Angel Diaries episode one. I wanted to just share with you what I'm up to, how I'm feeling, and then I will come back and share with you guys the results. But the most important thing that I'm learning from this challenge is, one, to show up for myself, two, to not be afraid to try again, and three, to face my fears. 
So a lot of stuff has been coming up through this challenge. Like, for example, yesterday I had to get dental surgery and it was very scary and I did it and I'm okay and everything's going to be fine. It was expensive, but everything's going to be fine. And that was something that I've been avoiding for a really long time. Another thing that I was avoiding for a really long time is having certain conversations with certain people in my life and feeling like I am avoiding confrontation um, and not even for anything negative, but just being able to confront mistakes, being able to confront fears and being able to confront conversations and know that it's okay no matter what is said or what is shared that I'm in a space of protection, of healing, of love from God, spirit, source, universe. You are too. But we are all where we need to be in the moment. And I feel like when you're in a hard time, it's really hard to acknowledge that. When you're having an amazing day, of course you're in the right place at the right time. But if you just got a flat tire, your boyfriend broke up with you, your breakfast sandwich was cold in the middle, you're like, why the fuck is this happening to me? (laughs) So it's really hard to acknowledge that everything happens for a reason and that's something that I'm kind of like moving through and understanding that everything does happen for a reason. It just might not be the reason that you thought it would was when you started. So that's kind of what I'm learning. And I'm really excited to continue today's day, I think 18 or 19 of the challenge. So I'll come back and update you guys when I'm almost done and let you know how everything went. But if you want to follow my day to day, you can follow me on TikTok. And then we will be back very soon with an interview with Nikki Giacara talking about magnesium and healing work and coaching and all the badass stuff that she does. If you want to listen to her original episode, we recorded a couple, maybe even a year or so, maybe even two years ago. Um, I'll put it linked to the show notes and we talk about mediumship and aliens and fun stuff like that. So I'm really excited to share. But for now, if you feel inspired to do the 75 heart challenge or any other mental, emotional, physical challenge, please send me a DM on Instagram, send me an email, like let me know how you're feeling during the challenge and maybe we can you know have a little support group going on instagram but i love you very much thank you for supporting this podcast thank you for supporting me and if you want to connect further you can go to my website gracelandon.com and you can book a one-on-one session i have um live sessions where we meet on zoom or on the phone Or I also have sessions in my shop page where you basically just purchase. I record either a reading or a healing for you. And then I share with you all the details of what happened. You get a video and everything's sent directly to you. So if you're curious and you want to get your healing on, your spiritual mediumship on or anything like that, check it out. And then I do have a lot of fun upcoming classes for fall. So if you're not on our mailing list, get on the mailing list. Links will be in the show notes and I'll see you in the next Angel Diaries. Bye.